1: under a Biden presidency. That's what I want to talk about today, Ava and Tracy. Um, This is a new paradigm for all of us. And what are we to expect? I think that things in America are going to be very, very different. We are headed in a little bit more of a socialist direction. And all of the things that President Trump did for America are going to be undone, in my opinion, one by one, So what we're looking at, we're looking at more immigration, more illegal immigration, because they're pretty much for that. We're going to be looking at assaults on our Second Amendment. We're going to be looking at higher taxes, which is going to slow down our economy. And I worry about the offshore companies uh, that came back, I worry about them leaving again. I worry about our 401k's. I worry about my IRA. Those are all things. I mean, and there's so many more. Well, I I will tell you, Linda, that I believe we will
2: go into full-blown socialism very rapidly. I believe the Senate will be taken over by the Democrats. And I believe the House will not be able to do much to stop it because the House will be the Democrats as well. So a Biden presidency which is really being run by Barack Hussein Obama, by the way, behind the scenes. Um, And Barack never left, he never left. He's been there all along organizing for action, two miles from the White House. And I tweet about this a lot and some people think it's a conspiracy, but it's not a conspiracy, it's very open. You can go and look at his website, organizingforaction.org. You can see the projects he's involved in, he's heavily involved inceding Democrats that believe the same way he does. Um, they want socialism. The Democrats are very open about that and they do not want the constitution in America anymore. They think that's an old white man's uh, dream and they also want to remove the bill of rights. So you're correct. Um, we've already seen our first amendment speech almost disappear during the election period and people being censored, the president himself being censored. Um, this is a banana republic already. We've already crossed the Rubicon. We've already put our foot on that Venezuela land. We're there. We, just, we were just asleep and didn't know it. And there are many, many uh, people in the government who have been opposed to President Trump all through his presidency. The first thing that a President Biden will do, he's a figurehead, so he will do whatever he's told. Um, he will remove all the policies that President Trump has put into place. So all that, um, the tax cuts, um, the job repatriation of companies coming back to America, um, all of those things will go away because there will be $10 trillion spent right away
3: for the new Green Deal. Well, when you go, this is my feelings on it. When I have all these people that come to work every day and I go to work every day and I give the best part, the most part of my day working, it worries me because they don't, if this administration is in, they're not concerned. They're concerned more about control, socialism. You know, the working man is out. The businessman is out. And that scares me because, you know, what's the value of our dollar going to be? What is, you know, what's the work going to be out there for me to go hustle and get for my guys and my crew. So it worries me from that point of just a blue collar construction type company. It scares me. You know,
1: the, the dollar already has devalued a bit. Um, And I think I agree with you totally what will happen and what's already happening is people, companies, businesses, we already have the whole COVID nightmare going on and businesses have pulled back a lot. Now they're going to pull back even more. And I think so is the stock market because we don't know what's going to happen. So when that happens, and we have uncertainty. The, the companies hold on to their money, and I would do the same thing. So what does that mean for hiring? And what does that mean for employees? Uh, you know, President Trump gave all of our employees a tax cut. And I, as an employer, and I'm sure you too, Tracy and Ava, you see that directly impact their lives. And I did see that. And I also saw the impact of Obamacare on my employees, which was just detrimental to their health care. Their rates went up dramatically, and then the uh, deductible went up $6,000. That's crazy. So now what's going to happen when when they want to bring in a single payer system? Now what's going to happen with our health care? What's going to happen to my employees? And now they're not going to get this tax cut, and they're going to be paying more taxes, as we all are. And if businesses pay more taxes, you can be sure that they are going to either lay off or reduce workforces in some way.
3: Well, here's another thing I was thinking about. Um, The taxes and the wages that employers are going to... We're trying to creep up our wages now to be more competitive because we can't compete with the DuPonts or, you know, the Googles, these major, major companies we can't compete with. And, and we have a major industrial park where we live. So they're enticing these men to come over and work. And I can't get the I can't get the money out of my big jobs to get those wages. And he, he's already wanting to jump the minimum wages at 15. Right. Yes, I believe. Yes. And so and I know maybe to others that's like you can't hardly make it on 15 i live in rural america rural oklahoma it is hard but you can make it but we can't get the money and the work to support your bottom line guy at 15 dollars an hour the labor type position and then on top of that like you said then healthcare comes in and yes their deductible is around six thousand that's an affordable package for somebody but it's at six thousand so then as an employer i'm sitting here thinking man if one of my guys get down and they're in the hospital they can't afford that i gotta chip in everywhere i i just don't it's really scary for someone like me with businesses with with people and when you have several employees and you're looking at the cost of health care and you're looking at the cost of wages but you're looking at the cost of what kind of contracts are even out there to go get I mean, does he support the military? Will he support the military? There's a lot of work in government. Is, is, will the military be supported, like Trump did? Do you guys have any no, opinions on no. that?
2: No, no, The military will be gutted. You can you can bet your bottom dollar on that. There well, will be there will be no mil- it, What you saw happen under Barack Hussein Obama, you will see happen in a Biden presidency. The military will be completely gutted. The Space Force will be gone. I mean, all this money, the trillions of dollars needed for the new Green Deal, that's what's going to matter to Biden and his followers. And we will not have an economy in America anymore. I hate to break this news to everybody, but there will be a depression in this country like we've not seen since the 1920s. And that depression is... is being thwarted right now or held off because of president Trump's policies. He's opened up everything. He's ta- removed regulations. All those regulations will be replaced. He and, and a Biden presidency will
1: thwart any economic engine
2: in this country.
1: Yeah. And he's it, joining it, back with the Paris climate deal, which is mm-hmm. just a big hoax that we, it's a hole that we pour money into. Exactly. That's all it is.
2: It's it's a joke. And people that study this and actually believe in it, I think they need to have their head examined because there's none of that makes sense at all.
1: No. And the restrictions, Ava, that we have had uh, that President Trump put in place about people coming over here from terrorist countries and the restrictions that we have had on immigration and the border wall, I I just worry about that because if we flood our country with illegals, and by the way, he's also going to uh, make a path for 12 million illegals currently in our country. Mm -hmm. This is going to devastate us. How are we going to pay for all of this? And this is the whole road to socialism that we've talked about so many times where you make the people uh, so indebted that they have to go to the government for whatever they need. Right. When you control
2: health care, you basically control people's lives, Absolutely. whether they live or die. So, yeah, that that is something that for me, I want my own health care. I don't want the government involved at all in my health care. That's
3: my choice. We know he's going to affect health care. We know he's wanting to affect, you know, he's wanting to um, bump the wages up. Um, we know he won't support military. What else, Ava, are you Tell me some other things that would I'm just, be a different america i'm just
2: really really concerned one of my major concerns is the defunding of police departments across the country um and and here's the other kicker is taking away your guns okay imagine a world where you can't defend yourself with a gun and you've got people burning looting rioting raping doing whatever they want to do
1: because there's no police That's the America we will have right there. And they don't support the police that they do have. And why anybody would want to be an officer at this point is beyond me. Um, You know, back in my day, we really had a lot of respect, but this is not the case today. They they're dumbing down the training. They're making the training so politically correct that it's dangerous to be a police officer. They've taken away all of the ways that they have to protect themselves. I mean, you know, when they they started taking away what they call the choke holds, right? Those holds are not holds that kill people. They're holds that control people. And yet people that are not understanding what police do and what they deal with and how it is to make a split second life and death decision unless they've done that they have no idea of what that involves yet they can you know quarterback that a million times and and they're wrong and they don't know and you're right Ava how are you going to protect yourself when there's nobody that's going to come when you call you have to have your own protection and then you've got chaos because you've got people not knowing how to use firearms, they've got them, you know, shooting other people. And you, this is crazy. What, what they're doing is absolutely crazy. And I, yeah, I worry about that a lot.
2: Yeah, I moved I moved in 2016 to a very remote location. Okay. And it's a place where I can be a prepper. I know a lot of people think that's crazy. It doesn't look so crazy right now to me this is a place where I can have dogs and I can have guns and I can defend myself. And the way I look at it, if I die defending myself, that's the way I want to go. I won't die at the hands of somebody, you know, ripping me off. I just won't. I'm not that kind of person. Well, I'll tell
1: you that um, my husband and I own some firearm training school. So we train civilians in firearms and the, that business is, crazy. It's ever since Obama was president, that business has gone up dramatically because everybody's worried and they want to arm themselves. And we have had more people arm themselves in the last couple of years than ever before in our country. When they talk about taking your second amendment away and Tracy, I know that you got guns over there. (laughs) Then then we've got guns. Then it's you know, it's scary. And what do people do? They do the opposite. They run out and go get some more.
3: Yeah. They are. That's what that's, what's happening now. You can't hardly buy you know, ammo up, but you get in the parts of the country, people start reloading their, you know, their ammunition. They will, they will figure it out how to do it. But so it's, it's kind of scary because you think of the revolt type thing that can happen and man, you know, he's going to control healthcare, going to control our security, our arms, um, You know, food. What about the farmers? You know, there will
2: there will be no jobs. That's the
3: thing. Yeah, nobody, nobody
2: really understands that yet, because the new Green Deal, Joe Biden's telling you about, you're going to go put uh, windows in houses that are small, you know, smaller windows, so it doesn't have heat loss. I mean, this stuff that he's talking about is ridiculous.
1: Oh, the retrofitting it's, he's talking about is going to cost America this trillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And, and and he thinks that those are good jobs for people to have. No, good jobs are jobs where you train people to do a job that we all need and society Gives and takes from each other. In other words, if I need a plumber, I get a guy that knows what he's doing and I can choose to get my plumbing or my house retrofitted if I choose to. I don't need a government telling me what to do and how to do it. I so object to the government interfering in our day to day lives to the extent that they have been and now the extent that I believe that they will be is it's, it's oppressive.
2: Oh yeah. And, and we've seen nothing yet. We've seen nothing. I mean, you listen to AOC and, and the squad, you know, talk, and that's really the, the agenda. The bartender. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, You listen to these airheads, you know, listen to them talk and some of them were born in other countries and so forth. They want the other countries laws to be here that's what they want so they're not they're representatives in our in our congress which is frightening you know people have voted them in and given them power well the founding did.
1: fathers the founding fathers right now are rolling over in their graves oh i believe so they mm-hmm. the we did vote in more Republican women into the Congress this past election. So I'm happy about that. Hopefully they can temper some of that, even though they don't have the majority at this time, but you know, there's always two years from now to take a look at that. But when you talk about Ava, that they want to make this look like other countries look at the other countries, anybody who's traveled throughout the world. And, and I've been, privileged to do that, can see what things like open borders between countries, like they did in Europe, has done to them. I mean, mm-hmm. it has destroyed so many things in Europe. And it it has made people not safer it rather than safer. It didn't do the things that they said. It never does. And you have all the laws of unintended consequences happening over there. And you look at places that, you know, were were countries that had uh, Europe was so fascinating to me because you go to Switzerland and the Swiss people are one culture. You go to Sweden and they're one culture. You go to uh, England and, and they're completely different. You go to France and they're different than that. Now it's like this big melting pot and the Middle Easterners have come in there and they they have made their own communities within communities that even the police don't go in. That's not how I want to live. I, I don't want that to happen here. And I don't want all of this immigration coming over that we have to end up paying for. And not only that, but bringing... Um, new and different diseases over, bringing uh, no job skills over so that we have to put them on the government dole, which is at our expense, the people that work and have businesses, this is not going to work out well for us. Yeah, the great society isn't so great, is it? No, no, it's not. I I prefer the Ronald Reagan view of the City on the Shining Hill or what the Shining City on the Hill, whatever he said. Uh, yes, that's, that's how I prefer to look at America. Yeah, that that's been America's role all along, you know, for
2: 244 years. But, you know, I believe now things will change very dramatically.
1: Yes. Let me let me take a quick second to introduce our host today. We have Ava Armstrong. She is a prolific author. And I love her books very much. Um, in In the military and the police is is what she talks about, and um, kind of love stories, but also have a lot of suspense in them. Yes. And we have Tracy Halpain. Tracy is a businesswoman and from Oklahoma, as she said, she is one of the busiest ladies I know. She runs three different businesses and does it amazingly, and just one of the most grounded ladies I've ever met and I'm Linda Martinelli and I also am a business owner with a business in California and which is pretty shut down right now with COVID but um, Mm -hmm. just a note I also am the co-host with my husband Dr. Ron Martinelli of Talking While Married on America Out Loud 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Monday through Friday and we'll be right back.
4: What if a new treatment backed by 17,000 scientific articles was proven to extend our lifespan, protect against terrible diseases like cancer, heart disease, and dementia, make us more attractive and thinner, feel calmer and happier, and boost energy levels, memory, and performance? What would you pay for even the smallest dose of this treatment? The good news is you don't have to pay anything, because these are just some of the benefits of a full night of quality sleep. If you're one of the millions of Americans who need better quality sleep, the time to change is now. Until now, most sleep aids haven't worked. But a new, easy-to-swallow sleep gel, invented by the leading nutrition company HealthyCell, is designed to support all four stages of human sleep to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake up refreshed. It's called REM sleep. To get a free two-night supply of REM sleep, visit HealthyCell.com sleep. That's HealthyCell.com slash sleep.
0: Don't miss an episode of the Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. Subscribe to the podcast. And for the latest news and inspiration, join us back at AmericaOutloud.com.
2: I think our school systems will look very different under socialism, communism. And why I say that is because we're already partway there. The whole reason why we're in this pickle that we're in is that School children have been taught to hate America. They've, they're taught to hate our founding. They're taught to hate everything that we stand for. So, when you have children who will go and vote against their country, then you really don't have a country much longer. So, that's how I see socialism affecting our schools. It's already infected our schools tremendously. And that's what's brought us to this place right now. Um, homeschooling will not be allowed under a Biden administration. Uh, charter schools will be squashed. Teachers unions will run everything. Uh, there will be a government mandated curriculum and students will be forced to parrot that back. And that's how it will be. There will be no
3: freedom. Well, that's a way to control you can get so much control from our children because, like you said, Ava, you, you start embedding that into their minds. That's how they're going to become. They're going to grow up with this in their heart in that hatred. You know, socialism, you know, it, it could be, there's just too many worldly type behaviors. I mean, it's just not going to work. You've got greed, money, power, those things right there, greed, money, power that's what's going to control us and that's going to come from our so-called Biden, Biden government will be that motives is that behavior and socialism will not happen in that there goes capitalism and I'm a big capitalism person I'm a big person in into motivating and teaching our children you know you get out you can do you can be anything you want to be but under socialism they're not going to be taught that they're not going to know that yeah you was brought up in a home that sometimes you didn't even have electric because mom and dad couldn't afford the electric bill but you you can become something better than that in America socialism will not support that it is a suppression and
2: that's where they're going to get us is with our kids very good points made by Tracy and I you know I fear for the future I really do Linda
1: well I do too and I I worry about what you just said about the curriculum because that's already been an issue with me, the curriculum in the schools. Um, You know, it's been 50 years this year since we took prayer out of our schools, state-sponsored prayer anyway. And a lot of people took that further and they took it out completely. And you see people like coaches getting fired for praying with teams. That's going to get worse under this administration. Um, I also see things like with that government curriculum, which just frustrates me as a parent teaching the sex education in third grade and not just sex education, sex education that kids in third grade have no business knowing anything about. I I feel that they're trying to usurp our role as parents and be the parents to our children instead of us. It, It's almost like you see in some of the um, Muslim countries or in some of the um, communist countries where they indoctrinate the children at young ages and the parents really don't have a lot to say about it. So they are teaching the kids to think that America is racist, to think that America is white supremacist, to think all of these bad things about America who then should China attack us? Should somebody attack us? Who then will fight for us because they love their country? No one.
2: Because pretty <laughs> no soon one. what will happen, right, you'll you'll have people who hate their own country. And this is the whole point of communism. They don't want you to love America. When we have communism here under Joe Biden, we won't our, our young people won't have any respect for America. They'll just do whatever the government tells them to do because the state becomes your parent. That's how it works. The state is all powerful. The state becomes your religion. The state becomes your God. They control everything in your life. That's what we're heading toward. We're, we're rapidly moving in that direction. How do we stop it? Well like I said, the founding fathers are rolling over in their graves right now because they handed us the most perfect representative republic. And what did we do? Did we keep our integrity? Did we keep our voting integrity? Did we do everything that that we needed to do? I mean, they kept power in the hands of the people. And they never believed that the people would consent or would give their power up and and not understand how important election integrity is. I mean, the founders really believed in us and we let
3: them down. That's how I view this. Well, I was thinking about our election integrity and I was, it's a breakdown. Is it morally or is it control? I mean, how can, how can they, how can you be working the election and literally fraudulent turn-in ballots. I mean, I just don't understand that. How do you? Is that a moral issue? Is that a fear issue? Well, you I, girls tell me something. I, I mean, I'm not even built that way. I can't say, oh, well, I'm going to do this.
1: I, does- I think it was win at all costs, and and they couldn't get Trump out all the way. Look at all the ways that they tried, and they couldn't get him out. And and this this I think was so well planned and. You know, I wasn't going to get into it, but I'm going to throw it out there. I want to see what both of you think about what I think. I think that long before the election, when they started with the mail-in ballot proposals, that, that had nothing to do with making it easier for people to vote because of COVID, because seriously, people are out in mass at the grocery stores, at restaurants. They're out at rave parties. They're out rioting and looting we don't have this big thing where people are staying home at this point. So let's, you know, dispel that myth right away. But they did it because the mail-in voting is the easiest way to commit fraud. You had states changing all their election rules. You had states mailing ballots to everybody in the state, whether they were a registered voter or not. We already have a system in place that said, you can get an absentee ballot. You have to be a registered voter. You have to apply for it. What was wrong with that system? Nothing. That was open to everybody who was a registered voter, but now they sent ballots out. I have a guy that I know that moved from California to Utah and voted in Utah. He's a resident in Utah, but he got a mail-in ballot in Utah from California to vote. I mean there was so so many things going on and t- too long to discuss here but people want to say now that there was nothing going on did you read the news every day did you see everything that was going on so uh, just to finish my soapbox about this when they set up this melon voting they set it up knowing, and I absolutely believe that this is where Obama comes in, Ava. They set it up knowing that they could scam this system by paying off people in the post office or where, wherever they could to stamp these envelopes and hold these ballots, hold these extra ballots that they would need and wait to see where they would need them know at the tail end because there's no election in the history of my lifetime that i have ever seen where an incumbent had a huge lead in all of these states and then at the 11th hour and 59 minutes that lead evaporated oh my goodness look at all these democratic votes we found That doesn't happen. Votes don't get counted that way. It does not happen. And it does not happen in every single swing state. It's impossible. So come on. I mean, you can call me a conspiracy theorist, but I got a head on my shoulders and I can count that two and two make four. So that's what I think. I think they had it waiting and used it when they needed it.
2: Yeah. And the, the, the fraud isn't even hidden anymore. That's the thing that really gets to me. Uh, I just, I've seen so many different things that have been very alarming in, in many of these states that are still counting. The thing that was really, really a tip off for me that this election was going sideways was in the middle of election night, they stopped counting. Yes. Now that right there gives you pause, okay? Why are they stopping? I mean, we've had elections in the past that have gone on all night and, the, and they finally have a winner at the end that emerges. So the pausing of the counting of the ballots to me was that was the first key issue. And then, you know, the next morning, oh, look, we have thousands and, you know, hundreds of thousands of more ballots.
1: Yeah, this doesn't happen the way that this went down. It just, it just does not happen. And to listen to people say, oh my goodness, there's no proof of anything that was awry. Really? I I mean, you know, I understand that we, we all got punked, but it is what it is. And now we have to go on with our life because we all have a life to live and we have, families and we have businesses and we have things to do and we're going to keep doing them Um, for me i i'm planning on staying a voice that's active in pointing out what happens you know in the biden administration
3: and what people need to be worried about we need to have our voice and tell our kids we go back to our kids we have to tell our kids and show them that look what happened during this election and and then Inform them that that is wrong and they're and I hope our kids have a voice I hope our kids we have to instill enough confidence in it that in their peer group that they continue sharing these and showing and talking about the corruption that's going on there is a group of children you know and I'm say kids because I'm you know almost 50 but when I say kids I'm talking 20s there are the 20 year olds and, and granted sometimes they're not the best but They do have a sense of patriotism and I can see it and maybe it's causing my circle that I'm in, but I do go across the United States quite a bit, but there is a patriotism in these kids and, you know, maybe that will continue on. I'm just going to try to, like Linda said, live your life, keep going and be positive and keep our voice going with our kids.
2: Yes, I think what we need to do is create a new Underground Railroad. That's what we're really going to have to do, because when you have communism and socialism running your life, you're not allowed to have free speech. You're not allowed to have any kind of say in this. I mean, you think Facebook and Twitter and everything is is banning us now. You just wait until a Biden administration takes takes hold and you just wait and see what their policies will be around free speech. Um, There will be an underground railroad. That's what I'll call it, because that's what happened when slavery was eliminated. That's how slavery was overcome. There were good people who helped other good people.
1: I wonder if four years from now, President Trump runs again. I hope he does. I truly hope he does. He's got another good four years to turn around whatever Joe Biden does. I just really hope he he runs again because there's so much energy behind him. And I love the things that he did for our country. I love that. I felt always that he had America's back where President Obama and Biden, they did not like America when they were in office and they talked bad about America to our enemies and to the world. And the world didn't like that. And when I travel that was, now- That was
2: a signal. That was a signal.
1: Well, I, I'm, and I'm sure we're going to get that signal back, but the, uh, the other countries did not like it when Obama was president. I don't care what they say. They, they have to be nice to their face because they want something, but they did not like it. The people in the streets of Europe did not like it. And when Trump became president and- I went back to Europe. They loved it. They said, as America goes, so goes the rest of the world. And we are so happy our economy is booming because your economy is booming. Now what have we done? Not just to America, but to the world.
2: Yeah, the problem with the theory of Trump running again in four years is that there will never be another free election, a free and fair election in this country. That's truly what I believe what we've witnessed in this, this election, I mean, it's, it's gone. We don't have free and fair elections. And with Joe Biden and and Obama back in office, and and you can bet it's Obama pulling every string here. He's doing it all. This is his agenda. And with, with no free and fair elections, we'll never have anything but a communist president. Well,
1: Kamala Harris is, right there with them by the way having come from California Kamala Harris was hated in California she was not respected Uh, she's a woman who slept her way to the top and I don't respect that in any woman Uh, I think all three of us have built our careers and successfully so on doing a good job and doing right by people not by using a man to get our way to the top as she has done and she brags about it and she says that's politics well, I don't think so. I, I think that that's a lack of ethics and a lack of anything within yourself to be able to do something on your own. What does that say for somebody who's next in line to become president? That scares me even more than Joe Biden. Yeah.
3: She's a tool and so is Biden. Mrs. Harris doing that, that, that just makes my skin crawl because exactly, we have built our companies and we have built our life on integrity, being good to people. Um, you know, I'm still going for the positive. I'm still going for these people in America that still have the America spirit that we will rise up and we will take our country back and our country is a country built on capitalism, it's a country built on Christian values, it's a country built on um, you know, going out and doing the right thing and taking care of our people and taking care of our elders. I see the plot. I see the plot, but I'm I'm still hanging in there and I'm still going with my heart and my heart says that the good people of America, we will not allow this to happen. It may take us some time and maybe they think they've got us, but we'll rise back up and we will take it back.
4: My fellow Americans, you've watched for decades as radical Marxists have systematically taken over some of our nation's most cherished institutions. And like us, we're pretty sure you're not happy about any of it. But this is the America we now find ourselves in. AmericaOutloud.com is fighting back with one of the fastest growing conservative media networks in the world features some of the nation's most influential experts and commentators. It is a fight for the soul of humanity. America Out Loud Talk Radio is the voice of liberty and justice for all.
0: Thanks for listening. You can tune in to Ladies of Liberty Sound Off weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at AmericaOutloud.com.
3: So I was on Twitter the other day and I was scrolling through it and um, there was a post made by one of the more popular um, young people. She's probably 19 to 20 of that. And she had a, you know, it was really cute. It was like a little ad and it was really cute. And it said Biden will, and it had listed all these things. And it was, um, you know, take care of your health care, raise minimum wage to $15 an hour Uh, it had um, you know take care of your college take care of our uh, poverty and so it just was just a real cute ad but it made me sick at my stomach because I knew that ad would attract the youth and she you know of course she had all these followers and they were retweeting it and it just caught my eye and I was like oh no you know she was old enough to vote So she was really pushing Biden and had all these wonderful things that he was going to do, but her platform was humongous with media. I mean, huge. So I'm thinking all these young people seen this and it scared me. And that's how strong our media is affecting our kids these days. I mean, how it's making their minds, you know, they're, they're lying to them and they're getting them. They're getting their minds. Well, they live on social media. So that's the danger
1: is that, you know, we have the media, right? The television, the newspapers, those types of things. And then we have the social media, the Twitter and the Facebook. And in my mind, well, they're, they're both dangerous. They're, they both are, and they're both dishonest, but the Twitter and the Facebook, the social media, the Google that, can control what you see, what you say, and who you are able to listen to, and if you are able to listen to something at all. So the social media banning and not allowing stories like the Hunter Biden story at all and censoring for us, thank you very much, is... So scary to me, and that is absolutely socialist. And we have these companies who are not part of the government, they're companies, and they are controlling what we all see and what we don't see. And to that point, there is a, a video, I guess, a documentary on you can get it on Netflix. It's called The Social Dilemma, and it is put out by people that actually developed. Our social media. So people that started with Facebook started, you know, when these companies were very young and starting their their companies. Twitter, uh, Google, even the the man that invented virtual reality is is in there. It's an extremely well done documentary, and it says we really have thought that we were doing something good, and now we don't think so so much. And we're very, very worried because social media can destroy a country. It can cause a country to devolve into civil war and we need to get a handle on it now. And that's what I was seeing. I was horrified with the censoring of conservative thought on social media. And to your point, Tracy, that was allowed the Ayatollah in Iran is allowed, people are allowed to say, c- kill police. They're allowed to say, you know, I wish our president was dead, but they are not allowed to put out a story from the New York Post that talks about Hunter Biden so that we can all make our own decisions. They don't want us to make our own decisions anymore. And that's a genie that we can never put back in the bottle, but we've better start thinking about how to get a handle on it because to Ava's point, it's only going to get worse in every election to come. And now that they've, you know, got this taste of blood in their mouth that they can do this to the American people, where is that going to stop? Well, they
2: hide behind their free speech rights, and they're using our Constitution in a very underhanded way to do what they want to do. And I think Josh Hawley is on to them. He's a, a senator from Missouri, um, the show-me state. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I love him, by the way. I think Josh Hawley may be president someday if we if we can ever get our republic back, um, but He's fighting the good fight and there are many people who are terrified of these tech giants because they know that they can be targeted by them so they're they're nervous about that but there needs to be people uh, there need we need people who will rise to the challenge here and be unafraid Josh Hawley is one of them uh, Donald Trump is one of them always has been he's always been that way and I mean, I just don't see a President Biden or a Democrat Congress tackling this because they're doing their bidding. So why would they want to stop that?
1: No, you're exactly right. That's that's what's scary about this but we cannot allow social media to control us. I, you know, that the documentary, again, it's called The Social Dilemma. I can't recommend it enough. Every single person and every person over 16 should look at that and mm-hmm. see what the dangers are and how you're being manipulated. I'll give you a quick example that they actually use in the film is Tracy and Ava, if I Google climate change and you Google climate change, each of you, we will get three different sets of data regarding climate change. Why? Because social media and Google and your computer records every single click you ever make. That's why you get ads for things that you just looked up. They record everything and then they direct the response to you as a conservative as a liberal as whatever your interests are so if if you're a liberal those climate change things are going to come up to reflect what you believe and Mm -hmm. as a conservative it's going to come up and reflect what i believe that is not truth that's not truth that's selective truth and that's what worries me uh and that is what Tracy was just talking about with what the kids see and what people see is just so selective. It's not fair news. It's not correct news. It's selective news so that your mind thinks what they want you to think. And that is what really, really scares me. Another
2: interesting point I wanted to just tap in on is um, these social media giants, you know, the Zuckerbergs and the, you know, all of them. They don't let their children use social media. I just wanted to put that out there for you. And you can also, you know, read about that. Uh, Bill Gates doesn't give his kids iPhones. He doesn't allow them to search the internet for information. They're doing it the old fashioned way. They're looking things up in books. (laughs) You know what I mean? Their children are not being exposed to this horrific mess that's called you know, the internet and social media and, you know, and all this stuff. They don't allow their children. These are the guys that invented this stuff and they don't allow their children to utilize it. I wonder why.
3: Well, they know the control that comes from it. And I didn't know that that was directed that way. If you Google something, if you're, I didn't know it was conservative or liberal, that it would already direct that response to your beliefs. I did not know that. So they already obviously know the mind control they have. And that makes me think, You know, we it's scary because then that makes me want to go make a charter school, you know, and I want to have encyclopedias out and dictionaries and and have a good balance because there is some good, obviously, from the information we can pull from the Internet. You know, we are a very informative age and it makes me want to have a charter school where the kids are brought up conservative and civics is taught and government's taught. And, you know, critical. This thinking, is a dictionary. and This thinking. is how you find a definition of a word or. And so I, it needs to be a healthy balance. Um, could that happen under a socialism government? No. But, you know, that makes my heart when she tells me that what's what I think is immediately off my head is a charter school which the Biden
1: administration wants to get rid of charter schools. So I'm thinking, you know, I mean, would it be a religious school? What, what do you have to do to teach our kids properly? Because Ava just mentioned, and you mentioned Tracy about books. Well, they're distorting the books. They're not putting civics in and they're altering our history. So that is of concern too. But you know, the, the good news, is on the internet you're absolutely right there's wonderful things you can do on the internet my goodness you can find out how to cook different things i use it all the time for that mm-hmm. um, you can you know, find out how to fix almost anything you can get other people's suggestion on things i love that so as they point out in that video it it can be a utopia but it can also be a dystopia and what we have to watch for is exactly what i see happen during this past election was the animosity in this country was the highest I think I've ever seen it. And it can, it can make us devolve into, you know, just factions that can never come together. Because if we are all seeing different realities on the internet, then how do we ever come to any kind of agreement as a country again? That's, that is what, they think the problem is with their own creations is that we are getting different realities from all of the social media. So I I think it, it, it will become patently clear if you it's, it's 90 minutes, and it's worth every single second of it, just to be educated about the good things and the bad things about social media. And they also have things that can be done but when i look at what they say in that video and what when i look at what happened to our country and the vitriol that we all experienced and the anxiety and the i mean people were worried and just full of anxiety during this election period that wasn't because of us. That was because of what we heard every day. And so much of it pounding in our heads about this and that. And I think that taking, first of all, getting off of social media, not entirely, but for the most part, you know, not being on it every minute of every day, as a lot of people are, they're addicted to it. it's like a drug. And then just taking off people that are not friendly. Just why, why do you need that? And I look at my own Facebook and I say, I've, I've just got to take these people off because every time I go on there, instead of having a good experience, I have a bad experience and it's not anything I'm doing. I'm reading what they're saying. So why do I even want that person talking to me? I wouldn't have them talking to me in person.
2: Yeah. Well, you've tapped into something that I need to, I need to talk about briefly. The reason President Trump is so hated by the left is he has been a uniter of people in America. They paint him as the divider in chief, which is totally false. And this is another socialist communist tactic. They will call you what they're doing. They'll they'll say you're doing it. The division that's being sown in this country, the civil war that has been ongoing for the last few years, that has been fomented by the Democrats very readily. They break people down into categories and special needs or special, you know, you have to have some kind of special right if you're this or you're that. They break everything down. You're a category, you're a subcategory. Trump didn't do that. Trump said, you know what, if you guys wanna work, I'll get some jobs in here. I don't care what color you are, what background you're from, what country you're from. You want to work? We're going to work. We're going to have capitalism. That's the engine of our country. He's the great uniter.
3: And yet they want to take him out. Yeah, they want to take him out. That's right. When you're united, that's when you have power. And he did try to unite and he's And that was what was special about him. I totally agree with that. And then on the other side, we're getting played with social media as far as it works on our emotions and it works on our fear factor. Fear is a huge motivator. And when people are afraid and they react out of emotion, it is not good. Major decisions do not need to be made in an emotional state, I feel you need to have a rational mind. And so going into this election, we were all tense. I mean, these have been hot topics for us right here just today, talking about, you know, our emotions are right there. So when you're in an emotional state, that social media has kept us that way. You know, so people that don't have a good solid self esteem or confidence, they can play on their emotions. They can play on their fears. They can get their votes and We have to be aware of that, you. And so we need to be telling people and using platforms like what we're doing today, and telling them, you know, don't let emotion and fear control you. That's what they were wanting to use through social media and get votes and and throw a man that was trying to unite our country out. You know, you know, they don't want Trump. We want Trump. We want to be united. We want the spirit of America to flow through us because that is what drives us. That's what gets us up in the morning that's what gets us going. Fear and emotion keeps you suppressed. That's That's, my two cents worth.
1: Well, that's true. true. And if you look at the biggest thing that they kept talking about, uh, was they're going to take your health care away, they're going to going to take your pre existing conditions away. And none of that ever was going to happen. So I I just I want to see so much. I know, Ava, you're going to laugh at me. Mm -hmm. I want to see truth out there i want to see truth in our media i want to say see truth in our politicians and we're so far from that that i don't know how we're going to get back but i'll tell you i live in texas and texas is the only republic in the united states that can break off and be its own country so i'm inviting you both to texas and we'll have our own country Hey, don't mess with Texas, right? (laughs) I know, right? Well, they tried. They tried, but it didn't work for them. (laughs) Yeah, good job, Texas. (laughs) We were a little bit concerned there for a moment, but not really because I knew that they would come through. But they're going to keep trying till they get it. And they have just suggested that liberals move in mass to Texas to turn it blue. And that scares me. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to take? and ruin the great state of Texas. We are very happy in Texas being red. We're happy with our government. We're happy with our governor. I I don't know how we get our country back. I think it's great for another discussion. And as this goes on, I think that we need to keep discussing it. You know, just let's see where we are and let's see what we can do because we only get one life. And I want to live my life and be happy. I don't want to be worried about this all the time. I got to tell you the day after uh, results, I was pretty angry and pretty upset at work. And one of my employees actually pointed it out to me. And I said, okay, Linda, calm down. You know, it's not, it's not fair to share, share your feelings. So I just, I want to see us get back to some godliness, some truth and, following our Constitution, our Bill of Rights in this country, and I'm going to keep fighting for that. I know that people like you, Tracy, and you, Ava, are going to be right there alongside fighting for America. I'm not giving up.
3: Nor am I. No, we're not giving up. No, we're going to get up every day, and we're going to go to work, and we're going to talk about what is good and what is godly and what this country's made of. And we're going to, because like I said, spirit is catching and we're going to take that American spirit in ours and we're not going to suppress it, but we're going to continue talking about it to other people and it will just go off like wildfire and we're going to keep it up. We're not going to be, we're not going to be suppressed and we're not going to
0: keep our mouth shut. Well, ladies, that's a wrap. One more step for womankind.